Hello from CNN, I'm Anna Sterla with the five things you need to know for Friday, February 2nd. The U.S. economy started 2024 with a bang, adding more than 350,000 jobs last month. That's according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics jobs report out today. The unemployment rate also marked a major milestone. It has now stayed under 4% for two full years, the longest streak since Richard Nixon was president. President Joe Biden welcomed the report in a statement today, saying it showed the economy was improving for working families. But CNN political analyst Gloria Borger is asking, will it be enough for Biden in the 2024 election? Everybody's been predicting a recession, and that has not occurred. The question is, what does it take to turn a battleship around mm. so that uh, Americans start feeling the effects of an economy that's clearly improving? The UN's chief agency on children says at least 17,000 children in Gaza are unaccompanied or have been separated from their parents. In Gaza, the mother of a six-year-old missing since Monday says she's been waiting outside a hospital, hoping her daughter will arrive. I'm expecting her to come at any minute. At any second, I'm waiting for my daughter. My daughter could come at any minute. I brought her things and I'm waiting for her at the hospital. Six-year-old Hin Rajab was trapped in a car after the convoy she was in came under fire in central Gaza. The Palestinian Red Crescent Society sent a rescue crew to help the girl. But as of Friday morning, the fate of both Hind and the crew was still unknown. When asked by CNN, the Israeli military said it was, quote, unfamiliar with the incident. The Georgia district attorney investigating former President Donald Trump for possible election interference pushed back against allegations she had an affair with the special prosecutor on the case, calling them in a court filing today, quote, salacious. Fulton County DA Fonnie Willis also said the allegations don't meet the criteria requiring her to be disqualified from the Trump case. As part of a broader investigation, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan subpoenaed Willis today, ordering her to share documents tied to the use and spending of federal funds. That's according to a copy of the subpoena obtained by CNN. CNN's Zach Cohen broke down the political backdrop of the subpoena. Jim Jordan is a very close ally to former President Donald Trump. He has used his chairmanship in part as chairman of House Judiciary Committee to pursue investigations that are politically advantageous to Donald Trump. This ramping up of pressure on Fonnie Willis, and you're seeing it from all ends of the spectrum, from Congress to state-level um, lawmakers in Georgia to even the president's public comments himself, or the former president's comments himself. Willis responded to Jordan's allegations, calling them baseless, and didn't explicitly say if she would comply with the subpoena. Closing arguments have begun in the manslaughter trial of Jennifer Crumbly, the mother of Oxford high school shooter Ethan Crumbly. In 2021, Crumbly's son killed four classmates and wounded seven other people at his Michigan high school. Crumbly took the stand today for the second day in a row as she was cross-examined by the prosecution. Prosecutors pointed out that Crumbly did not mention her son in the 14 calls she made during the first 10 days she was in jail, but showed concern for her horses and her cash that was recovered by police. Well, you mentioned him in later conversations. I did. Okay. And in fact, in one, a year later, March 25th of 2023, you said he just needs to man up. Do you recall that? I do not. Okay. Do you not deny that you said it? It sounds like something I would say. Crumbly said that she didn't mention her son initially because she was under the impression it would cause her calls to be flagged. Last year, Crumbly's son was sentenced to life in prison without parole. LGBTQ plus rights are under fire in Russia. More on that next. Last fall, Russia's Supreme Court declared that there was a, quote, international LGBT movement, labeled it as an extremist organization, and banned it from Russia. 
Now two Russian courts have handed down the first convictions under the ruling, Republic displays of LGBTQ plus symbols. That's according to Russian state news agency TASS. The two separate cases involved included a woman who wore rainbow-colored earrings and a man who published a post on social media featuring the pride flag. The man was fined 1,000 rubles, the equivalent of $11, while the woman was jailed for five days. That's all for now. I'm Anna Sterla. Our next episode drops at 6 p.m. Eastern. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.